way you cut it, 30-somethings are considered actual grown-ups. But many of us feel far from it. It's the bait and switch we didn't see coming. Being in your 30s means something different in a new millennium. But what does that look like? That's what I'm here to find out. I'll be digging into the stories and experiences of a new crop of 30-somethings, myself included. From navigating career dissatisfaction to searching for one's life purpose, all while still having a clear opinion on which 90s boy band reigns supreme, I'll be sharing how we navigate life's highlights and disappointments. This podcast is a series of conversations about life expectations, how we're all dealing, and what comes next. I'm Ashley White, and this is the Adults Aren't Alright podcast. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Adults Aren't Alright. Today we're going to talk about friendship, and specifically how friendships evolve as you get older, and how adult friendships are sort of weird and operate according to a different set of rules than the friendships you had in your teens and 20s. We're also going to dive into what makes adult friendships successful, because the criteria are different, and you're kind of being graded on a different scale and you have to pivot and to have different expectations and all while balancing age-related joint pain. So um, we're gonna dive into that. It's gonna be fun. And so, you know, the question is, what do, you, what do you mean adult friendships change? Friendships change as you get older, how? What does that mean? Well, the, the most obvious, um, you know, answer is you're gonna have less friends. And you have less friends in your 30s, that's just, kind of the deal. Um, You certainly have less good friends, less close friends. Um, Gone are the days of, you know, just love me and my eight best girlfriends or something. That's um, That's not nearly as feasible in your 30s as it was in your teens and 20s. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just, that sounds like a lot of work. Um, And a very busy group text. But so yeah, you're gonna have less good friends and less friends in general. Second is you're going to see your friends way less. Um, You know, I'm recording this in March of 2021, so we are still in the age of COVID, if you will. Um, But this is going to apply regardless of a global pandemic. No no matter what's happening, you're in your 30s, when you get to adulthood, you're going to see your friends way less. Uh, For example, I see my best friend from high school maybe three to four times a year, um, non-COVID. And I have not seen her in over a year during COVID. So that's insane on paper because, A, I used to see her every single day as a teenager and every weekend as a 20-something. And B, she lives less than an hour away from me. It's not like she lives in, you know, Canada or Detroit. She lives in the same metro as I do. And and I only see her a few times a year, and that's totally normal. Um, so third, you're going to have less in common with your friends. As you grow up, you have far fewer points of shared experience, and so your interests sort of naturally divert. Okay, so that's the how, but why do friendships change as you get older, as you move into adulthood? And the answer I've come up with is friendships change in your 30s because they have to. You know, when you're in school, you're seeing people, your friends every day. You have you know, shared activities, teams, clubs that make staying close with your pals easy enough, right? It's proximity. You're physically close. You're in the same building every day. You're at the same practice. So friendships are right in front of your face and and easy to maintain, Um, as easy as anything is when you're a teenager. And then in your 20s, your circle likely gets tighter, right? But you've 
you've still got a set of friends that you see all the time, you go out with, et cetera. So it's repetition. Like you've found your quote unquote people and you see them on a regular basis. But then in your 30s, proximity and repetition are non-factors. Your your circle tightens and you see everyone less. And those friends you do see, you don't necessarily have everything in common with like you did when you were younger. Your lives have taken off in different ways. Sometimes that's career, family, relationships, maybe all of the above. Or sometimes you just grow up and grow apart. That evolution is often different than that of your friends. For example, you know, you might be waiting on or not really interested in starting a family, but your friend might be pregnant with their second baby. Um, You know, another reason friendships change is you have to navigate keeping friends or making new ones when you don't have a shared space to coalesce like homeroom or your favorite bar. So this means your friendships spread out, so to speak. And when they spread out, sometimes you lose people. They fall off. Um, It's not necessarily because of a falling out or either one of you did something wrong or they're garbage humans it's it's just because you outgrow each other and as you grow up and fully into you know adulthood your interests change and when you don't have as much in common with your friends anymore you have to find something else something deeper to maintain that bond right and and this this is hard it doesn't happen for every friendship and it's not really meant to so like because of all of those things I just said your circle shrinks you know, these different life stages, married versus single, kids versus no kids, career hustle versus breezy job, like all of these create potential hurdles in a friendship, um, in an adult friendship. You know, in school, everyone is on the same level, right? You're young and you know shit about shit, but you're having a blast. Uh, in your 20s, everyone is still kind of at the same level. You still know shit about shit, uh, but maybe you have a degree and you can legally drink. The playing field in your 30s isn't level or... Maybe that isn't accurate. Maybe it's not that the playing field isn't level. It's that everyone is playing on different fields or even different games. And this means you have to work harder um, on nurturing and maintaining a friendship. So back to my best friend from high school who I see a few times a year. You know, she's still one of my best friends. She's still someone I'd bury a body with. She's still someone who could have one of my kidneys. And when we get together, it's like absolutely no time has passed. We don't miss a step. But our lives now are totally different um you know she's married with two super cute super busy little girls and dave and i are blissfully childless it's it's not that she doesn't have a social life outside of her family she does it just doesn't intersect mine the way it used to when we were younger you know we don't have nearly as much in common as we did when we were teenagers and we have to actively plan to get together which you know we do several times a year but it's just more effort it's a lot more effort than it than it was when you know we had two or three classes a day in high school together or we got together every weekend you know to hit up the hometown bar and and have 17 drinks (laughs) but um and dance to t-pain that's what we did yeah it was good times but if as your friendship evolves the effort isn't made by both people um you know that's a hurdle that's going to be that's going to be a hurdle for the friendship And that can be really uh, jarring at first to sort of um, just feel like you're bleeding friends, like you're, you're bleeding people out of your life. This is, it's scary and it even sort of seems like a friendship failure if you don't see it coming or understand why it's happening. It's really easy to be like, 
oh, I, you know, I'm losing friends or I don't have nearly as many friends as I used to and feel shit about that. Like it's somehow your fault uh, that you're no longer a worthy friend or that your quote unquote lifelong friends have left you in the dust. And that's not the case always. That's that's most of the times that's not the case. And I'd actually argue that less friends are good. Um, you know, for my best friend and I, it doesn't bother either either of us one bit that we don't see each other you know, very often because there's this understanding that we're still absolutely there for each other and that our friendship is still very special to both of us in equal measure. We totally understand and acknowledge that it has changed. And I I think that's where the sort of secret sauce is. That acknowledgement is very important. Acknowledging the change and sort of embracing what your friendship has become and accepting it is sort of the key to it's sort of the key to continuing the friendship in a successful way where both of you have equal expectation and you both understand, you know, what the relationship has become and that it's not bad, it's just different. Okay, so it's like, well, why is this change good? Why is having less friends good? Why is less of anything good? And it's it's because it becomes quality over quantity. The, the ones who stick around um, and who make it to your 30s with you are truly the best friends you can ask for. You've all been through it together. You've seen each other through some shit. And as you've grown up and diverted from similar interests and, you know, bar patterns, uh, you also cultivate a flex in your friendships where you don't need to talk every day or email every day or text or see each other every weekend. That flex is is the same thing that trees have. Um, Bear with me. Uh, So a tree cannot be totally rigid. Otherwise, the wind and storms would snap it. It has to have some give. It has to bend. It has to have some flex. And that flex actually allows it to build strength. It, It bends but doesn't break. And while it might look like it's getting sort of tossed around in the the wind. Really, it's totally fine because that flex is built in and everything's everything's good. And I think that applies to friendships in your 30s that have legs that that last and that sort of um, stick around. And another reason why you know this sort of friendship change in your 30s is good is because you're more discerning at this age. Um, like I don't, I don't need a Taylor Swift squad or like a gaggle of gals anymore. Like I'm really good with a small circle. I'm totally fine with it. I don't need to collect people, um, or or I don't need to make new friends. Like it's a it's a Drake song, but it's applicable. Uh, you know, I think there's an element of this when you're younger. If if it's not collecting, if you don't realize that's what you're doing, you're at least trying to be as copacetic with as many people as possible, so as not to get on anyone's bad side, right? Uh, there's a lot of sort of parlaying and figuring out like where you fit and and in order to do that you can't make enemies really fast if you're you know smart at all um and now at this age you know in this kind of space of my life there's a lot less care about stuff like that uh like negative care if that's if that's a thing um you know, if you if you bring someone new into the friend fold and it doesn't work out, you're a lot quicker to a realize this uh, because you know more about what you want in your 30s, and b you don't suffer fools nearly as long. Um, I think it, the proximity element helps. So in high school, a friend breakup or like an attempt at boundary setting is made difficult by the fact that you're still su- stuck in the same building and routine you might still play on the same team or you know you're both on student council whatever Uh, but as an adult 
it's much easier to break up. There's less drama. You don't even have to have, you know, an altercation, a sit down where you're like, we're never getting back together or anything. How many Taylor Swift references can I put in this podcast? We'll see. Uh, drink every time. Uh, but, you know, it's there's less drama. You don't have to have a conversation about it. It can just kind of be this fade where you're just not available. Um, and if they ask you about it, if they call you on it, it's like, you know what? It's You're just not... You're just not my vibe. It's just very easy to be like, mm, no thanks in your 30s. Um, the friends that you have are like capital F. Like I need to be able to call you in the middle of the night because my life is falling apart and you need to be able to take the kidney I'm offering should you ever need it. Like that's the that's the depth we're going. That's the level. That's the that's our um, the chain that links us. If you kind of can't get there with me um, for whatever reason, like I don't have – like I wish you well, but uh, – there's the door. And I I haven't talked about this much, but this has come in really handy when I was an influencer. Um, I'm retired now. But, you know, I would meet in other influencers, and I hate and I hate that word, guys. I hate it so much. But I would meet other influencers, and, um, I, you know, I always give everybody, like, a shot, right? Like, everybody starts at square one. And I would think that, you know, I would be making friends with some of these ladies and, you know, I'd be really nice. And then they ended up sort of being <sighs> vapid, soul-sucking wastes of space, uh, I think is the technical term, but just really fake and really gross. And once I realized that at this age, just like, cool, bye. <laughs> like, see, see you never. Like, I'm not, I'm not supporting you. Like, I'm not, like, I, I'm not fucking with you. Like, that's just where we're at. Like, I just don't have time for that um but I love your beige feet it looks so great and so that that skill that uh, I don't know if it's a, a skill or like a, a callus that develops in your 30s I don't know what it is it's just a lack of patience for anything that isn't authentic and I also hate that word because influencers have ruined that as well um I'm authentic guys I just share what is authentically my Amazon cart uh but you know whatever isn't authentic just feels like you're forcing it so much especially with relationships and friendships that you're just like no um and I dig that because like I've got shit to do like I'm busy like let's keep it moving let's keep it rolling like I got I got uh I got a to-do list to crack on so so yeah that discerning nature really comes in handy um helps you sort of curate curate your life um I I think that all of my friendships now are they're much deeper that doesn't mean they're more frequent um but again the key is finding people who can flex with you and who you can flex with and I think another note is we're the first generation to have lifelong online friends right uh online friendships used to be slagged off as you know not important or not as deep uh, as traditional sort of in real life friendships and I don't think that's true at all anymore I think many of us you know, in, in this sort of millennial space have people that we met in chat rooms or on MySpace um, as teenagers that became actual bona fide real life friends, even if we've never met them face to face. I don't think that matters as much as it did when the internet like first blossomed. You know, wherever you find your people, you've got your people. I don't think whether you see them live and in person matters as much anymore or should negate the value they can bring to your life and vice versa. Some of my online friends have become, 
you know, real life in-person friends. I've met people on the KU basketball corner of Twitter that have since become some of my closest pals and are now on the invite list to all of our, you know, summer patio hangouts. Uh, I have, I also have blogger pals, bloggers, like actual bloggers with blogs, not Instagram influencers, um, who I've been, you know, sort of like online friends with since I launched my blog years ago. I visit their sites, I leave comments, I follow them on social media, not, not because I'm, I want them to engage back with me or I want them to follow me back, but because I genuinely care about them as people. And even though I've, I've really been um, pretty negative, pretty hard on the influencers today, I don't know what's in the water. Uh, I'm just in a bad mood, maybe. But you know, I have met influencers who are like good people they've become good friends and and we sort of step outside of that you know comment back um cycle and and worked out a real friendship and all of all of that stems from an online space so I think I think um you know because our parents didn't have that as a valid friendship venue they sort of you know side-eyed it with us like yeah be careful of those creepy internet friends like they're not real but they absolutely are and obviously the generation and generations that come after us those online friendships are totally valuable right they're totally legit they're just they're just a different um they're just a different format than you know sort of in-person friendships so you know to conclude uh, my argument your honor and members of the jury even though you have less friends in your 30s and and your circle shrinks and you're you're not as popular. I don't. I do. Does anybody even care about that anymore? But you know, you're you're losing people in your life, right? It's less about the loss and it's more about curating like really solid friendships and the quality is just going up, right? It's a it's a segueing from an entirely forever twenty one wardrobe to you know a lot of uh, let's see. Um, I was going to say skims, and I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe because we've all been living in loungewear for the past year and, and change, and, and you can't get you know away from the Kardashians. But um, let me think. What's a better brand than skims? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I do have a fashion blog. I swear I know what I'm talking about. Uh, but just moving into a more you know just quality space. Um, Gucci. Let's go with Gucci. Okay. There we go. It's a it's a forever twenty one transition to the house of the house of Gucci, and that's I mean that's all good. And the prints are going to be louder, so it's a fun time for everyone, really. Um, but yeah, I wanted to sort of talk about this because I, I think it's weird for a lot of us as we get older, as we kind of move into our mid to late twenties and then early thirties, you see people drop off, and it. It does feel weird, and I think acknowledging it and sort of um, being like, no, 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 this is normal, and this is actually preferred, is important. Um, but also, you know, friendship is a really appropriate topic for today because starting next week on the on the pod, I'm going to start bringing in my friends to have some chats, and um, this is really where I've been brainstorming. Is is you know, most of my friends we're kind of the same age and so I've just been thinking about the conversations I want to have with these specific people in my life about um, sort of career changes and what success looks like and you know how to be you know a mom and a boss babe I hate that phrase can we come up with something different maybe we'll do that um, when we sit down but but having these success talks and how success was totally sold to us as a completely different thing when we were kids as it is now. And 
you know, what if you don't want to be a mom and, and what society sort of does to you and says about you when you make that choice? And, you know, what does divorce look like sort of in this in this day and age? Um, you know, it's not the 1950s anymore where you either don't get divorced and you sort of stay in this unhappy home forever or you do get divorced and you have to switch churches because you're an outcast. And it's, and it's not like a Henry VIII situation where, um, you know, if you're the wife, you lose your head. It's different. So what does that look like? I want to have those conversations. Um, so I'm really excited for those to happen. And definitely let me know if there's anything you want to cover as, you know, a, a listener of The Adults Aren't All Right. What do you want to hear me discuss? Because I definitely want to give you guys what you want. You know, in the meantime, this has been a, this has been a fun episode. Um, always feel free to reach out again. Links to follow me are in the show notes below. And you can subscribe to The Adults Aren't All Right anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, and Google. And until next time, I've been your host, Ashley White, and we'll chat soon. <laughs>